and welcome to edition 282 of Hot Pipes. I'm Steve Ashley and today I'll be paying tribute to the musical talents of Dick Smith who died of heart disease in Baltimore on December 23rd, aged 76. Dick was born in San Diego and started playing piano at five and performed his first professional theatre organ engagement at 13. He also played the Kimball in the Stanton Theatre Baltimore where he was hired as house organist, playing between weekend film screenings from 1963 to 1965. Regrettably, I have no recordings from that period, and I believe that Dick's first album was taped on the 313 Wurlitzer in Lowe's Theatre, Richmond, Virginia. This could be the start of something big, a track from Concert Recordings' Concert Time LP of Dick Smith. As with most albums on that label, it's very hard to find their recording and publication dates, although there's a wealth of such information in the HOS archives when they resurface. As far as I'm aware, Dick only released four theatre organ albums, all in the vinyl era. Fortunately, I have a number of concert tapings in my library, the first of which was made in March of 1979, on the 2-6 Wurlitzer in South Hills Theatre, Dormont, Pennsylvania. Over to Dick for the song's introduction. This next song, ladies and gentlemen, was named the best song of the year by a young composer named Billy Joel, who has been, in my estimation, totally underrated. Uh, when it first came out, I was telling, talking to some friends of mine, and I told them, I said, that is going to be the best song of the year, and it was. It's a beautiful ballad, it's called Just the Way You Are. Thank you. 
That 2-6 Wurlitzer went to a private residence in New Jersey, while the 2-10 Wurlitzer in the Prospect Theatre, Brooklyn, was transplanted into the Keystone Oaks High School, also in Dormont, and enlarged to three manuals and 19 ranks. I have two Dick Smith concerts recorded there, both containing a wide variety of material, which was typical of Dick's repertoire. This melding of Valencia and La Paloma is from the second concert in October 2005.
I Should Care, from the Velvet Sounds of Dick Smith, recorded on another high school Wurlitzer, this time the 310 in Downers Grove, Chicago, shortly after the organ was installed, circa 1973. The engineer on that production was our old friend, and I used the term advisedly, Jim Stemke, and the organ originated in the Ohio Theatre, Lima. I lived in Baltimore from 1982 to 1985, and unfortunately didn't know of Dick Smith's residency playing piano at Philip's Seafood in Harbour Place. He performed there six days a week from 1980 to its close in 2011, and he moved to Philip's new restaurant across the Inner Harbour. For my next selection, I'm going back to the Concert Time LP, taped in Lowe's, Richmond, and The More I See You, composed by Matt Gordon and Harry Warren, for the 1945 film Billy Rose's Diamond Horseshoe. Dick Smith made frequent appearances on the Kimball in Dickinson High School, Wilmington. Checking their archive list, he was almost a yearly attraction on their concert schedule from 1973 to 2013. Luckily, most of Dickinson's events are recorded. Ernesto Lecuona's La Composa, composed in 1933, is a selection from Dick's February 2004 concert.
Dick also cut an LP on the Dickinson Kimball, The Many Sides of Dick Smith, again date unknown. This track of Al Dubin and Harry Warren's Remember Me shows Dick's ability to get the most out of a soft shoe arrangement. Naturally, Dick also played concerts on digital theatre instruments and in 2011 presented a programme on the theatrical and classical Allen T321Q in the home of Jim Reinhardt in central Virginia. Since the selections have no audience sounds, the concert would have been recorded digitally for playback in quiet surroundings. From the pens of Gus Kahn, Bronislaw Kaper and Walter German, this is the title music from the 1936 movie San Francisco. That's what I call really milking a finale. In quieter mood, and featuring the George Wright 319EX in Mike Phillips' home in Chesterfield, Virginia, this is a delightful ballad from 1924, Jealous. Again, it's taken from a concert in 2007 
which was also played back by the capture system for this recording. Back to Pipes and to two selections from Dick's concert for the 1993 ATOS convention in Chicago. The 317 Wurlitzer Kimball hybrid in the Gateway Theatre was in fine form, as was his playing of the De Silva Brown and Henderson standard Button Up Your Overcoat.
Velvet Moon, a little-known 1942 song by Eddie DeLang and Joseph Myro, that Dick played during his Gateway Theatre concert in 1993, and one that was unique to his repertoire. A forgotten gem of a song, originally recorded in 1943 by Harry James and his orchestra, beautifully arranged for Theatre Pipes. Dick recorded a second LP on the Dickinson Kimball called A Dick Smith Happening, and once again I'm turning to a lyrical, gently swinging, soft shoe arrangement, a medley of I Guess I'll Have to Change My Plan, and You Turn the Tables on Me. The LP was released on the EAR label, owned by Paul E. Engel, who was also the digital recording engineer. Next up is another selection from Dick's 2011 concert on the 342 Allen T321Q in the home of Jim Reinhardt. The anniversary song was composed for the 1946 biopic about Al Jolson, who co-wrote it with Saul Chaplin. The melody was, um, shall we say, borrowed from Waves of the Danube by Ion Ivanovici. 
Before I go to today's final number, I have a selection of one of the 25 played by Dick in the 1999 Keystone Oaks High School concert. Apparently he was known for playing numerous encores, and indeed that concert ran for almost two and a quarter hours, much to the delight of the audience. This is a medley of Roses Are Red and Melody of Love.
close out this tribute to Dick Smith, I have another track from his Happening LP at Dickinson, which to my ears has slightly too much artificial reverb added. But let that not take away from the pure exuberance of this arrangement of Jimmy McHugh's I Can't Believe That You're In Love With Me. It's a great pity that Dick apparently didn't record the Kimball in the Stanley, later Stanton, Baltimore, as, by his own words, the theatre was a duel, the acoustics fantastic, and the Kimball spoke wonderfully into the 4,000-seat auditorium. For an artist of his stature and ability, and I've heard more than one comment that his concerts were an exciting experience, he left behind too few commercial releases, but thankfully tapes were running on at least some of his presentations. Dick was somewhat of a musical institution in Baltimore, with a reputation for having a vast repertoire. I'm only sorry that I never heard him play in person. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank all those who made donations over this last holiday season, and those who are making regular contributions to the production of these shows. They are all very much appreciated. On the next edition, I'll be paying tribute to another titan of the theatre organ world, Jack Mulman who also died recently. Until then, this is goodbye from Steve Ashley and Hot Pipes. <laughs>